listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Holy Trinity Sunday. This is one of those days where you have to kind of scratch your head. The Trinity, God, the mystery of mysteries. Um, and I just remind everybody um, that in Fatima, the angel came in 1916, a year before Mother Mary came, and taught the children some prayers. And in those prayers are prayers to the Trinity. We say those prayers here with the rosary. And then... Sister Lucia, the surviving visionary of Fatima, she became a religious sister, and later on in life she had a vision of the Trinity which she writes about, and we have a representation of that vision on one of our banners up here, but also in our beautiful little Holy House Chapel, that little replica of Mother Mary's home, the little stone chapel down there, It's uh, you see Jesus on the cross with the dove of the Holy Spirit and God the Father, the words graces and mercy coming off of his wounds and the blood dripping onto a host into a chalice and then mother mary the immaculate heart standing there in prayer at the altar um, a, a mystical revelation of an image for the trinity so there is a, a deep connection to today's mystery with the whole spirituality of fatima and you know as the years go on this day comes and Many of the priests, and we scratch our heads saying, well, what am I going to say? You know, like the Trinity, what can I say? I, I could give you a, a little bit of the history of how the church developed her doctrine and teaching. You have the beautiful words of the creed, but you know the word Trinity is not actually in the Bible. The content of what we mean by the word Trinity is in the Bible, but um, there was a development and there were different heresies, and so the church was able, through the help of the Holy Spirit, to refine, okay, how do we talk about this? One God, three persons, three persons in one God. And uh, there are other terms that are used in very high-level theology of the relationship between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and things that Brother Pius and I talk about over breakfast every morning, okay? <laughs> but um, I'm not sure, you know, if I'm going to go that route today, but really praying about today's feast day, the Holy Trinity I was asking the question, why, why do we need to know? This is not something that we would have come up on our own. Jesus revealed this to us. God himself revealed to us the truth of the Trinity, um, the, the one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a, a loving communion between the three. Why do we need to know? I was, I was thinking, so why? Why did we need to know? 
wouldn't it have been enough to just simply know that God is one, monotheism, that God is all-powerful, he's omniscient, he's all-knowing, he's all-good, all the, the qualities of God, it would have been enough, but no, the Lord wanted to reveal to us the Trinity. And in praying over that, I was trying to ask the Lord, why is it important that we know this? You know, we could have made our way to heaven and we finally see God face to face in the beatific vision and we could have discovered the Trinity. But no, he wanted us to know. And I'm sure there are many reasons why. First of all is because it's true. Because it's true. It is the reality. But I think there's something even more And in order to get to there, I want to share with you a series of very short little stories. So we're going to go on a journey together, and then I'm going to draw a conclusion. So please bear with me. I love telling stories, okay? So in praying over today's feast day, I I had a few memories which I'd like to share with you. I had a memory of being a little boy, probably around four years old, and I'm in the store with my father. And my father purchased a toy for me, a gift. And as we were leaving the store, I remember holding his hand. And it was striking me because it was not my birthday. It was not Christmas. You normally get gifts on your birthday and at Christmas, but it wasn't anything. And I had an experience of knowing that he loved me, that it was just a gift, just because. And that is a cherished memory, so beautiful. I remember in kindergarten, I'm about five years old, my father takes me to the city park in a little town in Indiana where I grew up, the city park is where everything happened and it was snowing and we went to the city park and there was a hill there which is kind of rare in indiana it's usually flat and we were sledding and as we were sledding there was another little boy there named tommy and i got to meet tommy and his dad was there and our fathers were talking with each other and his dad said oh we live a few doors down from you we're neighbors We had just moved into this area. And so as we were sledding, at one point, Tommy says to me, would you be my friend? And wouldn't you know, he ended up being my best friend growing up. A a, a really wonderful relationship there. I'm so thankful. It's such a great memory of that event. Would you be my friend? And I remember when I was seven years old, my little brother was born. I didn't have any siblings until then. And I remember hearing about my baby brother growing in mommy's tummy. And then when he's born, and I'll never forget the first time I finally got to meet him, this beautiful little baby boy, my brother. And at seven years old, I remember feeling a tremendous amount of love and affection for him and a gratitude for the gift of a baby brother. 
And wouldn't you know that to this day, my brother is my best friend. To this day, he is my best friend. And then lastly, I have a memory of being in second grade. And in second grade, I fell totally in love with a little girl named Christy. She was my first crush. She could run faster than anyone else. And for some reason, that made my little heart go pitter-patter, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. I, I love this girl, Christy. And I remember when I would go to bed at night and I um, said my prayers, as you do, and I remember praying to God, please make Christy my girlfriend. <laughs> and she did not want anything to do with me at all. And wouldn't you know, I it became a habit, and I literally was praying this prayer every night from second grade to fifth grade. And I remember in fifth grade, she still, she wanted nothing to do with me. And I remember telling God, like, what, what's going on? I've been praying this prayer faithfully every night for years. It's not working. Well, anyways, when you graduate fifth grade, you go to sixth grade is in the junior high. So we went to a new school and all the, it's bigger and most schools go there. Well, wouldn't you know in sixth grade, all of those prayers, all those years came crashing in. And in sixth grade, Christy totally loved me. <laughs> and I didn't like her anymore. <laughs> in sixth grade, I liked a girl named Kim. And now you know how I got to a celibate vocation. Okay, so pretty, okay. So why, why do I share these stories with you? So later today, I would like to invite all of you to take a moment of prayer and think back in your own memory, your earliest memories of knowing when you were loved or when you loved another. See, brothers and sisters, we are persons capable of having relations with others, to love them and to be loved by them. And it says in the book of Genesis that we are different from all the other creatures that God created. We are made in God's image and likeness. Somehow in our being are found the fingerprints of the maker. And we now know because of Jesus and the coming of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost that the one God is three persons who are in a love relationship. And this aspect of our humanity is a very important way in which we reflect God. We are in his image and likeness. We are persons capable of being in a relation with another person, a relation of love. We have the ability to love another person and we have the ability to be loved by another person. And in this way, there is somehow the presence of the Trinity says in the Bible that God is love, and those who love are in God, and God is in them. Ubi caritas et amor, Deus ibi est. 
the beautiful Latin hymn, God is love, and where there is love, there is God. So today is beautiful. This is one reason why God wanted us to know the truth that God is a trinity. God is a communion of love between persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And at the coming of our Lord Jesus and the gift of the Holy Spirit, we are being invited into that relationship to love one another and to love God. And brothers and sisters, that's what's waiting for us in heaven. When we finally see God face to face in the beatific vision, we are being welcomed in to the love of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the words of the Bible to be partakers of the divine nature. This is beautiful and it begins now. This is what we mean by church, the family of God, a relationship of love amongst persons that is filled with the love of God himself. How beautiful is that? So on this Trinity Sunday, we give thanks to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.